over Broadway. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I'm so glad we didn't talk about how we were going to start this. I was going to say, thought, like, welcome to a Chris, our Christmas episode of Bits Over Broadway. I, but... thought, I thought you were going to scream Merry Christmas, so I wanted to come in and undercut you with a different holiday. Rude of you to ever accuse me of screaming on this podcast, I which I never know. have done and I never will do. Never ever in your life. Thank you. <laughs> That's right. It's a Christmas episode of Bits Over Broadway. Bits over Broadway. And that's not exclusive. It's just literally coming out on Christmas. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We're not trying to shame anyone or make anyone feel unincluded. Right. Um, Though we are talking about a Christmas show. Well, it's Christmas Day. Today. Everyone has the day we are recording. opened up their gifts. Uh, mm-hmm. They've had their Christmas breakfast. Grandma's drunk on eggnog That's already. That's right. It's uh, solidly 3 p.m. You've had enough of your family. You're sitting quietly in a room where other people aren't, and you're just <laughs> trying to escape. <laughs> and now we're here to help you do that. Hey, it's us. Hi, it's your best friends. We have a very special guest today. Of such a special guest. And you've heard us reference this guest on mic, but... Talk about him a lot. They've never really been on the us. mic. <laughs> so we said, get on the mic. It's our oh, sound baby. engineer, Mitch Lightshoe. Hi, Mitchaman. Hey. <laughs> Oh boy. Hey Mitch, can you get a little closer to the mic? Sorry, it's just kind of hard to hear you. <laughs> and since you were critiquing somebody's mic technique. Couldn't be me. It certainly wasn't. I believe he was going to give you an award for were, your mic technique. Were I to give an award for best mic mic technique in 2019, it would be Connor. Yeah. <gasps> I would just like to thank the Academy. <laughs> first off, I don't know what Academy, but I'm the Academy thank of Podcasting. Yeah, thank you. Um, so we've had a little Christmas cheer ourselves, oh. by which I mean a plate full of meats and a lot of whiskey. So <laughs> a every, lot of whiskey, a lot of charcuterie. Oh, and gin. Mish is uh, oh. sipping on gin. Every Excuse every us, time I you hear a little a little clink of a glass, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a little ASMR <laughs> for that. Oh yeah. Hear those tiny cubes. That is Christmas cheer. That's Christmas cheer, baby. <laughs> and that's what we're here to deliver. Um, Today we decided to go a little off book. Just a little bit. Just a bit. And we're going to talk about a Muppet Christmas Carol. You guys, it's a Muppet Christmas Carol. <laughs> it's are- our very first movie musical ever. Yes. There are so many options for Christmas musicals. So many. Yet we decided to go with <laughs> what we decided during the watches not even really a musical. <laughs> Hardly at all a musical. There certainly are songs. Um, which songs. led us to the question what makes a musical a musical? And Connor came up with My theory is that a musical is any play that or um any piece story of work story that mm-hmm. the plot depends on the music right it's moving the plot forward yes well mm, or no that also gets into the whole like before rogers and hammerstein the like plot didn't really the music didn't really move the plot along where was it where who right i mean let's talk about no 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 net (laughs) i mean the no 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 no, net of it all the no 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 net of it and i won't and i've told you that um i I never will either (laughs) Yeah, Jim so Miller, you heard it here first. We decided to watch the 1992 classic, classic Muppet Christmas Carol. Now, Connor, I'm doing everything I can to just clink really clink it, really clink these cubes. <laughs> Connor, how old were you in 1992 when this film premiered? I believe I was about four months old. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, August, uh, December 11th, 1992. August, September. Wow! Yeah, I was about four or five months old. Incredible! I was I was just over a year, and Mitch was almost a year. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah. So this is uh, a film we grew up with. Truly yeah. A, the uh, but the fact that it's from I mean we we kept talking about this a bunch as we were watching it. It's one of those movies that looks 
you can still see that it's kind of made in 1992, at least in terms Absolutely. of how it's shot, the the use of CGI or lack thereof, mm-hmm. kind of all of that. Yeah, it's very, the things that were CGI are like the beginnings of CGI, like the very 90s versions of CDI, CGI. For sure. CGI. And I don't think it takes away from the, I don't think it's so bad i don't think no. it's like such early cgi that it d- is distracting uh, yeah i would actually argue that the that it helps the story or or improves the story yeah agreed yeah. um so we don't necessarily have facts and figs no. but some fun facts or less than fun i guess um this was the first mm. muppet movie post jim henson's death um, Which was in 1990, right? Um, yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Production following Jim's hands and stuff in May 1990. Yes, she's um, read a biography. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his son Brian was approached with the idea of filming yeah. an adaptation, and this was also post um, Richard Hunt's death. He died 11 months before the film's release. Yeah. But other than th- this was the first Muppets film to be released theatrically since 1984's The Muppets Take Manhattan. And it was the first Muppets film wow. to be produced by Disney, mm-hmm. who eventually acquired the Muppets uh, property in 2004. Which they still own today. <clears throat> yes. Huh. Um, which it, is interesting. Yeah. I'm really interested um, because we are recording this in the the heart of the fervor around baby yoda i'm really interested <laughs> we're deep in we're baby deep yoda in love baby yoda fervor right now we yeah. s- he hasn't been milkshake ducked yet yet, yet. <laughs> we don't know baby yoda who i'm told is not yoda. a baby yoda no because the it t- the series takes place after yoda's death yeah he's just a baby of the species Yoda. But we don't know his name, so everyone calls him Baby Yoda. I think they call him the child. I mean in the in the in the TV, in the show that he's the child, but But to us on the internet, he's Baby Yoda. That's just Baby Yoda. <laughs> he's very small. Baby um, Yoda, baby baby Yoda. I love it. It's very good. <laughs> Bringing it back to Muppets, we were discussing um the benefit of puppets and practical effects and practical Mm. effects and why baby yoda resonates i think with so many people is Mm -hmm. that he is a puppet um he's not cgi he's not an animation he looks tactile Um, yes he like is able to articulate his movements and he uh it just looks not real because yodas don't look real (laughs) but yeah, there's something yeah. um, three dimensional about it that absolutely makes you. But I, it. I also wanted to 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 say because uh, Disney Plus already has some Muppet um, like content. It uh-huh. has Muppet Christmas Carol. It has Muppet Treasure Island. Mm-hmm. I think it has Muppet Take Muppets Take Manhattan and the Great wow. Cu- Muppet Caper. I'm really really interested to see if they're ever going to release the Muppet Show. The Muppet Show. Because yeah. those have only ever been available on DVD. Mm-hmm. And that is such prime comedy. Right. That, yeah. That like people would love to see. Oh my god, like, the Muppet Show is so oh, good. So good. If you haven't seen it, Pigs just in space like uh. Google <laughs> like YouTube Muppet Show sketches. They're They're so, so funny. funny. Um so if you haven't read A Christmas Carol, I have not. Uh, Mitch, you're sort I, of reading I, it. When we were talking about doing this episode, I started reading it, and unfortunately, trying I just ran out of time. I was, I was, I was. We all went into this knowing that this was going to be like a dumb thing. <laughs> and then this guy yeah, is trying to bring like, some trying to semblance of academia oh, no. to it. I didn't even do facts and figs. <laughs> I didn't even write them down or look at the Wikipedia. And she's out here reading the book. Damn. <laughs> Damn. No, no. I, I th- a part of that, though, was um, there are multiple jokes in this movie where they talk about bringing culture to people or about how they're it's dickens they're it's culture for the kids right right 
Um, I, so I, part of me wanted to go back to the original text and just, you know, find the, find it online. I don't have to even Amazon anything. It's yeah. online but, yeah. and you can go find it. So why not try to read it here and there when you have a minute? Um, so that's why I tried to read it. But what I feel like I found in reading it somewhat was how easily adaptable it is to a Muppets formula. Right. Yeah. That, I, I know the one that just really, really, really stuck in my brain, especially because it's so early on, is the there's more of the there's more of gravy, gravy than the grave, grave about you. Yes. Like it sounds like a Waldorf and Statler joke, but that's actually Dickens it's text, Dickens. you know, it's so good. And I we've talked about this while we were watching it, but I fully think that this is the best adaptation of A Christmas Carol. Yeah, that. Um, has been done in of media. the millions of the millions <laughs> that there like, are yeah because like we, there was like they animated one with Jim Carrey a couple mm-hmm. of years ago there's the one with Patrick Stewart there's, there's so many it's been done there's in like television so many adaptations times. of it but I, every single one that I see uh, apart from maybe the Disney one because Disney did do an animated version um, adaptation yeah 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 but um, the Muppet one is just like it kind of captures the idea that like dickens was kind of he was very funny it, it, there's yeah. jokes yeah and it's not this serious morality tale well yeah. it does tell a tale about morality and ethics sure it's not like this serious like scary story that it has turned into right right it's not so foreboding well it's a, it's kind of that that uh, I, mean, I don't know if it's a trope now or not, but like taking a very hard look at this story and making it gritty and yeah. set in the later part of the 20th century. Mm-hmm. It, Just it, full of orphans. Yeah. <laughs> orphans yeah. everywhere. Just, I mean, it's really the end. You can't of swing a cat without hitting one of them, you know? <laughs> uh, it's just ridiculous. But this, yeah, this is. Um, it's interesting because it's so cheery. I don't feel like yeah. Victorian era or like Dickensian era England is often portrayed as like happy or cheery. And I feel it's often portrayed as very grim and nose to the grindstone. Yes. And uh, we just kept joking around about the Sweeney Todd yeah, vibes. It's very so Sweeney Todd Sweeney vibes. Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I do believe I've decided these canonically these take place in the same universe. <laughs> Sweeney Todd and <laughs> and a Muppet Christmas down the street. <laughs> Not down just a Christmas the street, wait, wait, wait. a wait, wait, wait. Muppet Christmas. Like so those mean... pies are full of Muppets. Yes. <laughs> I want the meat pie song, but just with references to Muppets. Okay, so that means Saints that... and awful. So okay, wait, wait, okay. <laughs> If we were to cast Muppets uh-huh. as Sweeney Todd characters, okay. who would be who? That's fascinating. Whoa. Right? This is okay, this is a Well, good... so here's the thing. Like yes. I think you could make a very cheap guess and say the count would could play Sweeney. I know the count is Sesame Street, sure. which Sesame we talked Street, about. Sesame Street different cats. Exactly. Well, yeah, that, that, that they are so separate. Except for Kermit. Kermit is the only cat oh, right. is the only cast member that goes between the two worlds. This is the hill that I will die on. The Sesame Street <laughs> are true. not Muppets. The um but the guy who plays the voice for the count voice yes. um the ghost of Christmas present oh, in this yeah, right, right. in this film. I think we should refer back to the casting of The Christmas Carol where they picked Gonzo to be Dickens because, quote, he's the least likely character to be Dickens. (laughs) 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 Which I think is great. I think it would have been, yeah. It is a very interesting choice to Imagine Fozzie Bear as Sweeney Todd. Just... (laughs) Like doing terrible jokes while night like slitting throats. <laughs> Connor just looks like he's You guys found. don't understand that <laughs> what you need. That's what you need. Delights me so much. I, that tickles me to my core. Yeah. Okay, okay, so Fozzie as Sweeney. As Sweeney, yeah. But Mrs. Lovett has yeah. to be like Kermit or Gonzo in drag? Yes, hundred percent. Okay, all right. Because I agree. Miss Piggy has to be Joanna. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Ms. Piggy I was gonna to say. I was yes. gonna say. 
Yeah, no, I agree. But the most dramatic Joanna you've ever met. Exactly. (laughs) And at some point, she kicks um, the judge's ass. Yes. Because she's a black belt in karate. It's so good. And I would just like to state for the record that I am Rizzo the Rat always. Um, I'm an aspiring Gonzo, Gonzo, but I am actually Rizzo the Rat. Uh. It's tragic, but it is true. And you're Kermit? Mitch? Mitch I, would be Kermit. I suppose. Well, I don't know. The whole, if idea, I, the whole idea of you Kermit. You wish you were an animal. I but guess yeah. Kermit would. Kermit. Kermit does play. I, I don't know the show well enough. Um, the young sailor. Kermit would be Antony. Exactly. Yes. That, yeah. Yeah. Which which is why Joanna I'm, I'm is also I'm sitting in the wings, man. I don't know their names. But also, I'm sorry. So also, like, the whole Kermit of it all. Kermit is, like, meant to be. The everyman. Like the everyman. He's very much the straight laced character. Yeah. And of this podcast, you are definitely the Kermit. (laughs) And in my life. Ah, All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, Oh, sorry. No, but all of this is is reminding me of another thing that we talked about while watching. Um, The the Muppets ensemble is so vast. So there is always a part for everybody. Sam the Eagle is in this movie. Yeah. Sam um, the Eagle's who the judge, else? obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? That's good. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you fully. go. But that's what I mean. Like, you can... It, it's I so funny like... to me that you can overlay the Muppets onto almost anything, it, it seems, yeah. and find a way to make it universal and, or, or approachable uh, to both adults and kids. Yes. Which I think is why I think we were all drawn to doing this for the episode. Right. Sure. Despite the fact that it's not maybe a traditional musical. It's also just so fun because like, I don't know, it's Christmas and why why not? Yeah. yeah. The Muppet <laughs> Christmas Carol is so fun and silly yeah. and we like had so much fun watching it. We yeah. did. Yeah. We did have a great time. Um, I just, we... I just feel we need to bring this up. We were just discussing about how unsettling it is to see a Muppet's legs. <laughs> yes. And we see a lot of them in you this You get a movie. lot of so Muppet legs. Yeah. A lot. I was impressed. <clears throat> and they are in breeches. So, like, bless for that. Yes. But it is. You, and I was telling Connor, I think it's because you can tell that they don't bear weight yes. and you can sense that about them you can that tell they're useless. just by looking at yeah, them yeah they're just they're not doing anything you but... know it's a lie exactly yeah. <laughs> but there's something about the way that it reads not just knowing that they're puppets it's like because i and again i know this is i know bert and ernie aren't muppets right but you saw their legs a lot or you did see their legs at right. least i can definitely remember bert's legs and it felt like they were holding him up. But when I see Kermit like <laughs> hopping Skipping down, the, down street, the street, like yes. those yeah. are, those are nothing. <laughs> those legs. Those won't do anything to help the him. Wink. The one that was the, for me, it was Fozzie's legs. He's like standing out trying yeah, to welcome like, Scrooge yeah. into the Christmas present party. Yeah. And you're like, and you see this little bear standing in the doorway and you're like, that is so his not don't his work. legs are fake. <laughs> If there's, there's anything I know about Fozzie, which it's that, that his I, legs are fake, fake ass legs, <laughs> fake ass. But that's legs. not fake that's not legs. a complaint on the. No. The, we kept coming back and no, being that's like, not you can tell that this movie is complaining, right? It, but you can tell this movie's shot on a soundstage. You can yes. see when it's a puppet, sure. whose legs don't technically work. Give him up, one right. might say. but but the, but it's not it's not like you're forgiving it. Uh-huh. Um, right. It's still endearing. It's somehow still. You want to keep watching it. Yeah. Exactly. It's so it's so special, too, because like like uh, what you brought up at the beginning when we first started and when we were we had our charcuterie plate <laughs> down. Such meats. We were getting our drinks together. And Mitch. It's just, a Christmas spirit. We had started the movie and Mitch just goes, when was the last time you saw a movie with opening credits? Right. And an overture. Yeah. Like it's so it's so charming to watch. And like. The um the thing about Jim Henson, which I've like talked to you, both of you about because I read his biography last year, was that they were very much in the artistry of everything and like creating these worlds. And when they create when they made the Dark Crystal, like they made all of those sets 
on that in the studio stage. in the Henson studio. So like when you dream look job, at, like literally, oh. like when you look at the Muppet movie, like everything that they that you see on screen is pretty much handcrafted right and you can tell that there's so much love and artistry that's put into that Mm -hmm. and it really does bring something a little bit extra to this to the um, yeah to the movie it's it's love of the the craft that you're doing love of truly just making the art um which i think is sort of i don't think you get that warmth in a lot of new movies it doesn't feel like a cash grab Mm-hmm. It feels like it's a project of love and um, people who are working really hard to make something incredible and to bring the story of uh, A Christmas Carol to life yeah. while also infusing it with classic Muppet humor. Muppet shenanigans. Yeah. It's so just, many shenanigans. It, half of the shenanigans are happening when you're not even paying attention oh, to totally. it and the other half you are paying attention to it and you're laughing all the way through it and it goes unremarked on it doesn't affect the reality of this it's you know it's like right at the beginning connor you were saying it's one of your favorite jokes where um we're see we're introduced to ebenezer scrooge and all of his bookkeepers are little rats (laughs) that are working away in his very cold store because he refuses to put a fire on because it's expensive for coal exactly Yes. And it's in the text. We'll get back to that. Mm. But like, this is all so faithful. Yes. And and Scrooge is like, well, okay, see how cold it is, essentially, on the unemployment line. Like, see how you'd like that. And all the rats, their clothes explode off of them, and they're turning <laughs> turned into like luau girls. They're like they like fully are wearing Hawaiian like garb, island. Like wear. they have the straw hats and yeah. everything, and they're like heat wave, and they start doing luau. Dance. Dances and like singing a like song from Hawaii, and it's the funniest fucking part it's of the movie. So good, and it's just a one-off, maybe like ten-second joke, Literally. and then it's right back into the gravity of it. You know, Cratchit fighting for yeah. a day's pay or a day off, and Ebenezer Scrooge, and setting up Michael Caine being Scrooge. Sure. Like this yeah. is this is where we have to kind of ha- not hate him, but. Yeah. Understand yeah, how, you have to understand how dark and black yeah. this character is. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, and we were discussing how it's shot is so Mitch, you were saying that you can remember these scenes being scary for you. Oh, from right. childhood. terrified as a child. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. And I think that's really important. I think that's great. Um to such a great use of the set and camera angles and lighting to bring sort of an ominous it's not horror it's not so scary that a little kid can't watch it i think that's so interesting i don't know connor if your niece how old is your niece she's four she's four okay she's very much it's it's kind of a a trick right now it's she's very much of the age where she doesn't like anything with conflict yes Mm. i was just gonna say so we we, so she could not watch that yep we have a lot of six-year-olds in our lives Mm -hmm. currently and um but four two where it's we gotta skip past the scary part oh it's scary i don't like it or you have to kind of Tell them everything's going to be okay. Yes. You know, don't worry. This person is going to be fine. It's right. scary right now. So I think that's so interesting because um, I bet it was scary when you were little right. watching that. Absolutely. But, but, but I also think that this is like a such a great... But the Muppets are there enough that I think it yeah. injects Yeah, because you have that, you have the Muppet humor because like some of the scary parts are really offset with like, like at the part when um, Scrooge is coming home for the night mm-hmm. right? and he's going, like that was when we started talking about like, oh, this movie was, is kind of scary. It's yeah. shot with like really ominous lighting and the, mm-hmm. the scenery like that. Off kilter angles. Exactly. And shot and it, through a, a railing on a stair. Yeah, to make it look like he's kind of behind prison bars yeah. and like that kind of thing. But you still have at the same time Gonzo and Rizzo like just doing <laughs> trying to get in just yeah. so that they can narrate exactly. Like, the, <laughs> and, but Gonzo like, trying as hard as trying as hard as to narrate, and then Rizzo is like digging in the background, and Gonzo's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I hit some jelly beans over here." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's amazing. It's great. Or or when he finally when Scrooge finally gets upstairs, and you know he's. He does the thing we all do when we're home alone and we see a spooky thing in the corner and we are 
freak out and yeah. they're like oh wait nope that's just my coat well that's Sorry. and again that's a whole paragraph in the in the book right yeah. like they talk about him being kind of paranoid yeah. and walking through his house like it's very it's, very faithfully done it's uh, extremely faithful. but then it's offset with oh no there's an apparition oh no and yeah. then it's statler and waldorf and right. they're just like <laughs> shooting the shit him. and heckling him <laughs> and it is scary because that's the whole point of marley is supposed to be right scary um but at the same time it's statler and waldorf so like how scary is it gonna be they're assholes exactly. right i i, I remember it's being relieved more like, <laughs> yeah, they're like i remember being relieved when they finally pop up exactly yeah, because absolutely. up to it's that familiar. point you it's, know right. them you don't know what's coming and then you're like oh they're just muppets like it's okay they're muppets right. exactly you can still be part of the scary quote-unquote part right. of the story and Reading about the production notes, interestingly, they when they were first discussing casting mm. this, they were talking about um, like uh, Scooter to be the ghost of Christmas past, Miss Piggy oh, to be the ghost of Christmas Hilarious. present, and Gonzo or Animal as the ghost of Christmas yet to come. But the idea was scrapped um, in favor of the new Muppet characters mm-hmm. that we see in the actual film to kind of underscore the ominous nature to, to, to bring a little more dramatic flair to it so that kids aren't like, Oh, it's just Gonzo being the ghost <laughs> of Christmas future. Like, right. I, you know, I think that sort of would undercut yeah, the, moment, yeah. the lesson of <laughs> yeah. it all. Instead, they have this creepy, like proto dementor yeah, type totally thing yeah. hooded faceless figure that just doesn't speak yeah. like you know you would lose some of that with god with and that's Gonzo, <laughs> right the chicken lover exactly with a with a blue nose sticking out yeah. of the face of a <laughs> dementor's oh, costume so good. Exactly. very oh. funny it's very funny but it, so it does funny. undercut the it does the nature of it a little but bit also, so like i'm obsessed with that but also i want nothing more than to see that. i want to see gonzo as the ghost of christmas yeah. yet to come varying levels of muppet yes <laughs> yeah but that yeah. again it's the whole balancing of the yeah yeah Dickensian I do and that's the, the thing I do love all. some of the um we were talking I can't remember specifically what but um oh uh Eddie Redmayne before oh there was God, Eddie yes. Redmayne yeah, basically um, playing um, Scrooge's nephew I was like those. the role Eddie Redmayne was born to <laughs> yes. play truly and Connor you said curly hair and an overbite which I mean <laughs> I mean <laughs> like drag him all the way to hell but that's what I mean like the inclusion of I guess it's what three technically just three human characters is that true um, Scrooge, 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 his nephew, and her, his fiance, and, and the Scrooge's, um, Scrooge's lover. Like oh right, interest. okay, okay, yeah. So, but that's I mean, four. And there, there's sort of humans throughout in the background, but yeah, yeah. no one at the forefront. Except yeah, for yeah, those, yeah. Four. those four. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's it, it's interesting because like while the Muppets are doing Dickens, mm. the um, only character who never steps outside of Dickens is Scrooge. Correct. I think. Yeah. No, there was a line at the end that we were like, I think that's not Dickens. Oh, no. It's Fozzie Wig's rubber chicken factory. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Old Fozzie Wig's old, old rubber oh, chicken factory. This is like, one of my first jobs. Just, no. just Michael Caine, a respected <laughs> Shakespearean <laughs> actor, prolific. 70 year yeah. career you said delivering the line face. oh this is my old boss fuzzy, fuzzy wigs rubber, rubber chicken ch- factory <laughs> oh you don't say I'm oh it's so it, good it's so good but i think other than that yeah what what really made me laugh is that you can tell how old michael kane is now because you both were insisting that oh. he is like 30 or 40 in this movie and he's oh God, yeah. 59 he's <laughs> like, 60 years like, no, old no, no, no. he's late 50s no, he's, i'm telling you he's older than that and you guys were like no look how young he looks but he does look right. really young it's the bernadette it's, prince it's the bernadette yes. uh <laughs> peter's principal. and also because even though i think we all have parents who are now getting to be that yeah. age we're all still like in our brains like 
oh, 60s old. It's right. not, no, to be no, clear. No. But it feels like it should be old. Right, right. And so we're like, well, he just don't look 60. Look at him. He barely has a wrinkle on his He's face. running around with a bunch of Muppets. <laughs> he, is, he can't be 60. He is earning that paycheck with those Muppets. I'm telling you, man. He looks great. He looks great. It does. Michael Caine, you heard it here first, looks amazing. Fabulous. fabulous. Also, I, I, I feel like, again, yeah, I was reading Wikipedia before kind of digging into it okay and he he did i think one of his uh not contractual agreements but he was like i want to play this very straight lace i i I, yeah i kind of have to be the straight man of this of this muppet rendition no scrooge can't be funny in the comedy yeah and he he i think he recognized that enough to really latch onto that and then play it straight until the last uh, third let's say yeah know? i think it makes the jokes hit better when so much harder solely yeah. from the muppets yes. yeah because he is i don't know we were discussing this also during the film where i think a lot of people don't have context for when they read things like dickens right. or shakespeare and sometimes you can miss the joke but things like "there's more gravy than grave about you." Such a good. That's line. such a good line, so and good. it is a. La- that's a laugh that's line. A, that's, exactly. That's funny, um, but I do think that that can get lost in context, and it's so nice when you see a visual adaptation, or any adaptation that recognizes that there are jokes inherent to mm-hmm. the original. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Source material. So the source material. Yeah. Thank you, and plays that up. The Muppets does that and also adds just insane Muppet humor. But guys, brings like, like the Fozzie Muppet Wigs canon yeah. to that as well. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Because like the characters are very much fulfilling their like role within the Muppet. It kind of reminded as well. I, because I, like you still have Miss Piggy, like, even though she is playing Bob Cratchit's wife, she's also still, still full fully pig. Miss Piggy. Yeah. Like it, it kind of reminded me of like I started thinking about Moliere, like oh or, or Commedia dell'arte of like this like cast of characters yes. that are always going to be in every show yeah. and how the highlighted or not yeah. highlighted they are. Yeah, exactly. Archetypes is just going to depend on which story you're telling, mm-hmm. and the Muppets like really kind of find like they hit that stride so mm. well every time it seems yeah. like to me i i'm biased but no i yeah. I, I fully agree yeah. i fully agree they're able to inhabit any story and still still stay true to it you guys um <laughs> the muppets are high art we love the muppets, <laughs> we love the muppets. let it be known listen i oh Yes, sorry, I was just, I'm just skimming the wiki, and they originally approached George Carlin. Um, Interesting. But then later offered that it to Michael Caine, yeah. who said, I'm going to play this movie like I'm working with the Royal Shakespeare Company. Right. I will never wink. I will never do anything Muppety. I'm going to play Scrooge as if it is an utterly dramatic <laughs> role, and there are no puppets around. <laughs> But but at the same time, like I, I feel like you can hear him saying that with a little like smile out of the corner of his mouth, because exactly. otherwise he wouldn't have done it. Exactly. 100%. But like the whole thing is, is that it fucking works right so well yeah. because like <laughs> it like he him playing Scrooge to such a high level right yeah. with the Muppets is like yes it is it it brings I feel like it brings that extra like. Heat that makes well, okay. such a good adaptation. I, I can't. I'm gonna misquote this, but I rem, I just know there's some quote about comedy is like the worst day of the person involved's life. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that has to be the core of it, <laughs> and everybody else has to be laughing. And Michael Caine at yes. the center of a circle of Muppets. Truly. Yeah. That's what makes it work. That's what makes it work. Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, like you said, the humor can't come from Scrooge already. Yeah. So like it all it every works on every single level. It's great. Um, I uh, guys. I love it. This movie is so good. It's so good. I love every second of it. Yeah, we had a really great time watching it. I think just think sometimes I forget how funny the Muppets are 
Because it, it, it is well, it's, for, easy. it's not for children, but yeah. it is like yeah, 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 yeah. for kids. This came up with our discussion about uh, the fact that it's not blue, that it's so oh, yeah. clean. It's, it's such. Yeah, extremely well written. It, it's humor. very witty. It's very. Um, but but it's very clean. It And you have to, to in order like to the lamp, avoid. Not the rat. <laughs> like the lamp, not the rat. Like the ram, not the rat. <laughs> Like it, it, there's it's it can be uh, I guess not stupid but it, uh, it can be like kind of it's zany it's it's silly. zany, zany it's, but it's yeah. also smart and like a lot of wordplay absolutely yeah but uh, the, it's enjoyable it doesn't feel um really screamy or relying on like bathroom jokes yep, or yep. um absurd sometimes i think i think zany is a good way to describe yeah. it versus um i don't know if any of you've watched any nickelodeon shows um but i think they can best be described as absurd like but random like yeah. 2012 random Ooh. where they're just like a llama in a scarf <laughs> like that's not a joke that's just a combination of words right um and i think the muppets do a good job of actually setting the- up jokes and think Funny situation, comical right. situation. Yeah, it feels absolutely. still somehow like vaudevillian yes, to me. It's very you know, but like, yeah. I don't know. J- yeah. Just smart. It's slapstick, and, but not yeah. like so. Light the lamp, not the rat. Then the rat catch Rizzo catches on fire. Gonzo pushes him into mm-hmm. a bucket full of ice. And pulls him out, and he is frozen solid. Yeah, Rizzo is a, an, a, a, <laughs> a rat. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yeah. rat. And he and Gonzo walks into this house, and then just slams the rat popsicle <laughs> onto the table, and all the ice falls away. And Rizzo just gets up and goes, "I suppose I should thank you for that, or something like, or I guess I should be grateful to you for doing that." And Gonzo's like, "You're welcome." Like, it's just so good because. And then we move on and then right into the party. Spoken of yeah. again, and, then, yeah. and like you said, um, at the near the uh, when we were with the Ghosts of Christmas Present, mm-hmm. they're at Bob Cratchit's house, and Rizzo has already fallen into the house yeah. through the yeah. chimney, <laughs> and, like onto a. Fire. Onto a fire, and like Gonzo is trying to get to Rizzo, yeah. and you talked about how like there's this whole idea of the Muppets always have to adhere to the physics of the world, yeah, mm. even that. if mm-hmm. they're not part of the scene. Exactly. Right? Literally, nobody he is can't acknowledging walk through a door. Them. He they... can't walk through like a window. Exactly. He has to go through. The... He has to wait for Bob Cratchit to open the door so that he to can sneak in sneak into the door behind Bob Cratchit. <laughs> and even though everybody sees him do this, no, no one. Is is going to acknowledge right, right. but he uh, and it's Rizzo like... have to sit on a shelf with a bunch of busts and <laughs> exactly. all the busts fall off the shelf <laughs> and it's just a passing I've been meaning to get that fixed like yeah. it's so funny the rules of the world are like so fine tuned exactly yes. that it's just it and just, that just comes out to, so good that just speaks to Jim Henson's artistry the yeah. artistry yeah. behind yeah. the Muppets and again that love and that respect for the art that they were creating totally sure. or yeah um, I cannot wait to read that biography oh, now yeah, that no, I know you I like you're you like oh it's really so like good it. yeah. I have to go find we'll it. link yeah. it in the show notes I yeah. fully uh, started crying when I because like, yeah. it starts with a little bit like about uh, it starts with him working on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. The foreword is about um, it, you guys have probably seen the clip where the little girl is saying her ABCs yes. with Kermit, and then she says she keeps saying Cookie Monster yeah. instead of like the next letter. Yeah, uh-huh. and um, <laughs> it talks about like how Jim was getting really frustrated, but also like he understood that it was like this little girl was just so excited to meet Kermit. Yeah, exactly. And it, like, I was reading this on a plane, like back to Chicago. <laughs> I'm at crying. One point, I haven't even And I started it. crying. <laughs> it was like so sweet and heartfelt. And it's like, yeah, it's really, Man, but it feels with kids just takes such a, like to be able to do that day in yeah. and day out to work with and write for kids. Mm-hmm. I think it takes such a patience to understand like how kids think. Yeah. And, to understand that sometimes kids just think that's really funny. Yeah. To repeat one word over and over and, and over it again. And is it is really funny. funny. So funny. And that's the thing. But with as Jim an Hansen. adult, you're like, I have this objective. I need to achieve the yes. objective. And so for him to go, okay, I do need to film this television show. Right. Like, this is important. There's money writing on this. Mm-hmm. Like, this actually does need to get done. But to take the time and not 
let his own frustrations sort of slip through and affect her Mm -hmm. and like just let her do what she wants to do and then we'll get it done or we won't you know yeah I just think that's really cool and really shines through his other work and that's really that's really one of the things with Jim Henson was that he like fully took that um that mentality with like working with children but then he also like because I like I said earlier he wanted the Muppets to be like for adults yeah he of course. fully like made the Muppet show to be adult comedy mm-hmm. that the whole family could exactly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. Not the adults should also be entertained yes the adults should also be laughing and the kids will be laughing as well but they might not get the full joke of course right of course that is some of the best comedy absolutely you know well if you're working on that many levels right then you, then you've got to be doing something right exactly I it have seems a, one second I have a I have a really good quote from him that I took down from the biography um well while you're looking for that let's take a quick break connor yeah quotes quotes okay so this is a quote whoa 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 whoa. no 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 no. that was so drastic (laughs) connor Quotes. <laughs> Got it. Jesus Quotes. Christ. Coming in hot out of the break. My God. Welcome back from the break. We're here on this holiday episode. I'm going to fade that in. I'm just <laughs> telling you, Broadway. listeners. I'm doing the I'm doing Right the fucking work. now. We're My doing the work. God. It's like. We're, you are no a, Michael Kane, like sir. Behind the mic, and we get shit. He's I, in front of the mic. We get shit. There is no winning. There's no pleasing this man. There is no keeping you two on track. <laughs> that's true. That's actually true. And honestly, jumping off that point, <laughs> yeah, just like segue. Um, although I was thinking about on the break about how the uh, Christmas Carol version I'm familiar with is Disney, but I don't remember other. Anything other than the fact that Goofy played Jacob Marley. Yes, he does. But that's all I remember. And, and I think Duck. I think Donald Duck is um uh Fred, the nephew. Yeah, and um, is it Scrooge McDuck? Playing Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. I think that's right. Like, yeah. I was gonna say like and missed opportunity. And Mickey is, is Cratchit. Cratchit. Yeah. Yeah. I, was it a movie? Is it, this a book? It was. It was a. It was an animated movie. They did an animated adaptation. Yes. Now I'm recalling on VHS. Yes. Yeah, because okay. I, I still own it to this day. Okay. Classic. Yeah. Can't believe you didn't bring it. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> Connor, you were going to. Uh, are these Jim Henson quotes? So one is a quote about Jim Henson, okay. and the other is a quote from Jim Henson. The, okay. f- the one about him is um, at a point. In the um, book, they're talking about like the way that he approached comedy, and um, the writer of the biography says, even a five-minute comedy romp, no matter how absurd, had to mean something. I love that. I know, and that's like how that's just like about how Jim Henson like approached his work. That's so great. That's really good, and that kind of thing. And then the quote that he actually said was, "My hope still is to leave the world a bit better than when I got here." God damn! Just crying all I, what a guy! Sobbing. What a guy! Literally sobbing. Yeah. Um, how can you? How can you ever not like? Watch or experience the Muppets yeah. and not associate that kind of worldview that right. with the final product i, I know I, I don't know again I, it's that love it's that yeah it's that it's, artistry and around this time of the year don't we all need uh, that i know i know it's sappy now. but like for real for <laughs> real just cut off, just cut off. <laughs> too many gins no i'm <laughs> kidding i'm you know, i'm not kidding i'm oh, saying get more christmas cheer over there. oh <laughs> you fool you fool oh, oh hold on let's take a pause Connor's got a refill. No, it's okay. I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. He's gonna play through. Um, I I'll think... just have some more of this meat platter. <laughs> yeah, get some more meat in you. Because <laughs> I didn't have it. But hey, sub-sada. yeah, the Muppets. Yeah, the the Muppets are come from such a pure place, or seem For to sure. come from they such do. a pure place with such great intentions. Yeah, yeah. And cool. and and there's that one. I we may have already sort of mentioned it, but the. Gonzo saying, "Hey, we're bringing culture to the kids." There's like a throwaway line, yeah, halfway through. It's culture for the kids. It's great. It's yeah. great. I love it. But it's- also for adults. Yeah, like that joke is for the adults. Yeah, absolutely. 
But the kids would also laugh at it. And yeah. that's Jim Henson's and that's oeuvre. Jim Henson. Now that we've explained the Muppets to you. <laughs> have you guys heard of the Muppets? Yes, no. Just saying. Yes, no. I do love the Muppets. Um, did you want to talk about your our three moments? Because I don't have three moments. Oh, oh whoa. Yeah, we, I don't think I do either, honestly, now that I'm thinking about it. we As we were watching this, was, ghost, this is a scary question. I just want to say, I might Christmas bow out of this. Takes, I, I just wanted to, I was just going to say. I think it's so good, from though. your past, I think. But the Ghost of Christmas Past takes Ebenezer to his childhood home. Yeah. Uh, to his first job. First job. Or, at yeah, the old first professional job. At the old rubber chicken factory. <laughs> and, um, and then takes him to when he breaks up. When he breaks up with his with fiance. Unfiance. Oh, with yeah. his goyle friend. His unfiance. His girlfriend who's like, put a ring on it. And he's like, no, he's I like, want to I'm get very that busy money. at work. Which doesn't make sense which in i'm this sorry situation, i can't put a ring on your finger i'm very busy at work okay in this situation this is the opposite of devil wears prada where <laughs> the girlfriend is actually in the right yeah as opposed to when devil wears prada where the boyfriend is actually in the wrong is actually wrong um once again the boyfriends are wrong <laughs> <Is> <laughs> the, the boy- boyfriends are always wrong that's true sorry mitch hey <laughs> <laughs> It's tough but true. Um, so we were saying, what are the three? I'm sorry, I brought this up because I don't have anything. No, it's no, no, no. It's good. We it's a really interesting, interesting game. Thought exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what would be the three what are moments the three in your things life? Things you think that have had the most impact on? Oh, oh, but but out of that conversation, it became this like um, partial like dissection of Victorian. Christ- oh, yeah, Christmas, like Christmas resurgence regi- and like also traditions. just like the pure like enjoyment of Christmas not that it's the only part of the season or the most important part of the season right. but just that it's it, you, if you think back you take this time and you look back at the three moments in your life or whatever um so it's 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 a healthy exercise yeah, it almost absolutely. feels like I don't know I don't know so reader I would like you <laughs> during yeah, this time to to take a moment mm-hmm. and just think, think back to all the times that you feel like Christmas might have changed your heart. Oh, waka waka! <laughs> that is the Muppet Christmas Carol in a nutshell. Is like, hey, really think about Christmas and like yeah. the good parts of it. And then we're going to do a stupid joke about a rubber chicken factory. Listen, Fozzie is my everything. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. Favorite Muppet. We start. We had this conversation. Yes. Um, Mitch, you go first. Favorite Muppet. Favorite Muppet is. Can I guess? I feel like you wish it was animal. Uh, No. No, I would not. Oh, I did say that fucking that Dr. Dr. Teeth, Teeth and the Electric, Electric Mayhem, Mayhem is my favorite band <laughs> of all time, and I stand by that. I stand by that. Favorite Muppet is a different answer, but... I think your favorite Muppet is either the Swedish Chef or Sam the Eagle. I would have said Kermit. <laughs> It's not the uh, Swedish chef. He's not that great. I can't go first. I can't great. go first. Got I got to think. Hands. I love his real hands. <laughs> I do love the Swedish chef's real hands. That is such a good and his break of the rule. He always just like throws yeah. food everywhere. He, it's cl- like the, the, the hand person yeah. is clearly. Why Swedish? That's what makes me laugh. Don't, why I, did they choose I don't Swedish? Know. Is it because they were like, a French accent's overdone. Let's okay. mock the Swedes. Maybe. Borga, borga, borga. <laughs> they probably talked about it in the book and i was just too busy crying i, too, I couldn't see <laughs> i couldn't see my the favorite tears. my favorite muppet, muppet is probably gonzo i love that but I you did say that yeah, yeah you did yeah. say that. i love gonzo gonzo is your favorite I, but why because so actually i don't whatever this is just like why classic. i don't know because he's such a like little he's a good he's yeah. very he's funny i'm not saying he's not funny love, it's just why is he your I love favorite chicken fuckers. That's why. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> cut that out jesus <laughs> <sighs> His relationship with those chickens is weird. Uh, can we? It's Christmas. <laughs> I you ruined I'm launching an investigation. No, I. He's just like a ding dong. I just love. He him. is. You just he's on him a, a chicken fucker. I mean, right. hence that out. Hence the movie. I guess he is like the most out there. 
Yeah, he's just character. Yeah. He's literally an alien. Well, if we're yeah, meant to, that, like Rizzo, not in the at one point, it, but... like says to him, like, "Why are you Charles Dickens?" Or something like that. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense that right. he's Charles. But Dickens. it does too. That's my other favorite yeah. part. Is he's like so the way the rest of it's cast. I it has to be Gonzo because yeah. it's funny. Um. Definitely. Anyway, so you're going. You're a, you're going I'm Gonzo. All in on Gonzo. All, right. all in on Gonzo. Yeah. My favorite is Fozzie. Oh, I well, love Fozzie. Now, and we, you said this especially when we started. I know we've referenced the Rubber Chicken Factory four times joke. now, but it's such a good joke. Because the the whole thing behind Gonzo is he's like he his whole bit is he's like a failed stand up comedian. Fozzie, Fozzie, Fozzie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. The whole, the whole, his whole bit is that he's a failed stand-up comedian, <laughs> right, and that right. he tries so hard to be funny. And I think that is the funniest <laughs> thing ever because he, he like is always all of his jokes are told with a wink and a nudge. Sure, and sure. They're all waka so, waka like, waka waka, and they're all so bad. They're and like I'm Borscht obsessed Belt with them. Comedian. Yes. Uh, it's yeah, yeah, tough. It's I, and I, I'm obsessed. Yeah, I love him so much. He he makes me chuckle. Yeah. All right. I, I know it's finally come it's to me, turn. and I have to. This is this is how every time we've ever been to a restaurant goes. I don't know. I've been thinking about it the whole time. Panic. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> and something um, just comes out of you. I don't know. And you're always mad about it. Yep. I do in the past, and it's mostly because you make fun of me. But I Beaker does really make me laugh. I love, I love that Beaker <laughs> never gets Beaker. more than. A passing glance. Yeah, just me, 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 me. Well, it's because you it. look like Peeker. That's I know, but <laughs> that's like actually I think he looks like Scooter more. Well, right now uh, you're probably haircut, right. Yeah. Yes, yeah. but when you stand his hair straight up, folks, it's I'll bad. It's unfortunate good. looking. Um, he looks just like him. It's very funny. I but that. I also always loved Benson and Beaker. Mm-hmm. Bunsen. I, I, Bunsen. 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 I also want to just get on record that I have claimed this before and continue to stand by it. I love Muppets with no eyes. And I think it's really <laughs> funny when they don't have eyes. And Bunsen Honeydew Bunsen famously has, has no eyes. No eyes. But eyeglasses <laughs> well he's terrible vision because he has no eyes <laughs> oh and well, that's the thing I, I, like the 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 artistry by uh by type of puppet is so good I know. connor your love of the cabbage and the grapes oh my and God, like I they're love just they're just so... always gonna be there they don't have names they don't need names don't. it's just a pile of grapes talking but it's even like does <laughs> variation in like monsters versus real animals right. versus even between the pigs between so like miss piggy like looks inanimate totally object. different yeah, yeah. from the three pigs that are outside of scrooge's house talking yeah. about how he's dead versus like the spider and all the bugs oh right? yeah versus all of the, the pirates humanoid pirate yeah. I, I know the, the different movie but we no, were but joking around it's about the same puppets just dressed yeah. in different right. costumes yeah right but it's interesting because it's not all like, oh, you're a Muppet and this is what a Muppet looks like follows this guideline. A right. Muppet can be anything. It just means you're covered in felt and your legs don't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, that like goes back to the whole opening credits of it all. Is that like when the movie started, I looked at you, Meryl, and I was like, is it's so funny that the opening credits aren't the performers behind the Muppets. It's literally yeah. lists the Muppets as the characters yeah. playing where it's, it says like Kermit the Frog as Bob Cratchit. There's a, there's some level of humility, I think, to that. Yes. Where of like, no, this is bigger than Frank Oz. This right. is like, the Muppets. You know that Frank Oz this is, is playing Miss Piggy, yeah. but yeah. Miss Piggy is the character. Right. Yeah. Like Miss Piggy is the actor that's performing. Anybody. Oh, actually, I, we, we touched on this, you know, at the beginning of the episode. It, it anybody can play Kermit. Yeah. It doesn't just have to be Jim Henson. Kermit the Frog here. Kermit the Frog. Everybody's got you know, like everybody's <laughs> got an impression how good or bad and yeah. I would like to say for the record that was not great. But you know like anybody wow, can that can be <laughs> No me, not you. <laughs> Any anybody can be Kermit the Frog and and it can live Absolutely. past um, right exactly anybody the Muppets can be longer than Jim Henson's yeah. life and that's not any in any way a slight on him that not is like all. a 
he created uh, I, something that that will, can last that will last forever right? you know Basically. what i mean to, yeah yeah that's amazing that's amazing yeah it can keep getting passed down and reinterpreted like, and in, oh, and take different parts of literature from all over mm-hmm. the world or whatever and be and still be accessible by everybody i uh somebody this is not from my own brain though i think this is from, i saw this on twitter but somebody on twitter once said that uh, they've had so many problems trying to like adapt the Muppets for modern age. Um, really, like, like the whole there was that whole series with the Muppets. It was very bad. That was like supposed to be oh, the Office. That show, yeah, 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 where it was like they're a production company and they're putting on the show. Yeah, and, yeah. And somebody on Twitter was like, "It's so easy. It's right in front of their eyes. Just have it be a wishbone style story where they're just recreating literature." Yeah. Over and over with the Muppets as different characters. It's so But I simple. also think it's the people. I would love to see that. I think it's the people. Like, I've watched a couple episodes of that Muppets yeah. show. And it's the writing. Like, people don't, who are writing it don't know how to write. There for were, like, the Muppets? weird relationship that, jokes mm-hmm. on it. Like, where hmm. Fozzie Bear is trying to impress his girlfriend's parents. It's yeah. just this weird situation. Like that not written Fozzie well Bear for Fuzzy. should not ever find himself in that situation. Exactly. It's just a true, and I truly believe it's a fundamental misunderstanding of how to write the Muppets. Yeah, I get that too. And so I think that's part of the problem. I mean, I would love to see them redo literature. Yeah. I just think that people, there's something about either comedy today or... Now I'm just getting real broad with it. And I'll never work again. Um, <laughs> about to be as though I ever worked in the first place. Uh, it's it's just I think people don't know how to write for kids and adults. I think yeah. people don't know how to write com- clean comedy yeah. that isn't llama in a scarf, Nickelodeon screaming right. butts. You know that kind of thing. nihilism. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think people know how to write like that any or i don't not that they don't know how i don't think people want to write like that anymore i don't think people see the value in it and the muppets don't work without that kind of humor exactly there's plenty of shows that can operate without that writing and Mm -hmm. they're very funny and they're very smart and it's great sure sure this the the muppets is not the only way to do comedy right for that writing no and and i think the problem with the television show was that they were trying to write The Office, but make it Muppets. And the Muppets should never be horny. No. The only Except Muppet who's allowed to be horny Miss is Miss Piggy. <laughs> Miss Piggy. She's and very sexual. she is just like, and she's not even horny. It doesn't make you uncomfortable. You're not like, oh, she's a sexual pig. Yeah. You're like, oh, she's just oh, like. No, I wish you hadn't said that. Pig. A sexual pig. She's an no, affectionate pig. I know. She's a pig in love. She's a sexual pig. <laughs> it's Christmas, Meryl. I'm sorry. Getting back to the Christmas of it all. <sighs> anyway, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think that's. I think that show, the show, suffered from that, and and it it really is an art. It's a skill to it be is. able to write for the Muppets. I really do think that. Yeah, oh, fully. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, Disney. Call me. Call. Me. I'm ready. I've heard so many Muppet Tap fan me fictions. In. Ready to go. So many Muppet spec scripts. <sighs> you guys. This has been great. I, I'm full of Christmas cheer. Full like nothing brings the family together. Like, like the Muppets. Muppets. That's what now. I'm saying. If you have Disney Plus, it sounds like you can watch Don't it on watch. You can rent it on Amazon for three ninety nine. You can you also can buy it, it on Amazon for probably like six dollars. Yeah, it's like it's so cheap. Own it. Love it. You need to own it. You need to own. We need to own more media. DVD <laughs> copies. Please let me own more media. <laughs> I don't know if I would go so far as the D. I don't have a DVD player. What am I gonna do with that? I don't know, but. Well, once the internet crashes, you're gonna wish you did. That's true. That, uh, I wonder. Is just I do a wonder. Bunch of tubes, you guys. <laughs> what yeah. is it? Okay, I we have can't get heard into that. <laughs> we gotta. We gotta turn this off. Now on. it's this back to Christmas. <laughs> no, the episode's about to end. The now you have to go back and listen to your families. I don't want to manage it because I feel like we all were like, yeah, two thumbs way up. 
so many thumbs, you guys. Uh, Man and chair. The songs are fun. Uh, Connor was singing along. The, oh, we haven't even talked about, about the, the songs. About the music of it, yeah. I mean, the, the music is like, it's not really it's like cute. a musical. It's not a it, I wouldn't it's say there's a number a that you really specifically remember yeah. in the same way that you do from a, a true Broadway musical. Right. And it doesn't. It, it also doesn't fall into the camp of movie musicals like, um, uh, like White Christmas or right. Holiday Inn or like any of those old like Fred Astaire movies or anything like that. Sure. Like it doesn't really fall into that where the music is a real integral part of the movie. Yeah. Like you yeah. said at the beginning, it's it's very much a. It's just kind of like their fun little throwaways. Usually part of. I think that's a, part of the source material. Yeah. Is like okay, we can do. You know, we're not trying to get in necessarily into the musical game, but we're able to get into the Christmas part of it and add some songs in order to make a full 90 minutes. Yeah. Where I think we talked about that, where it was like, without the music, this is probably a 45 minute thing on made for TV movie. Because I mean, the story itself, like the Dickensian novel, novella is like really not that long. Yeah, yeah. It's but the music is the music is, the music is it's it's great it's great to have but not critical yeah we're a little loose with the musical definition but you know what it's christmas it's christmas and that's all that matters it's christmas it's christmas oh but it's christmas from, from from our Christmas hearts <laughs> to your Christmas hearts. <sighs> and even if you don't celebrate Christmas, yeah, yeah. Our holiday heart to yeah. your holiday heart. Thank you for making um our return to yeah. to <laughs> this insane podcast uh fun and worth it. Yes. And feel like we're putting out content that for some reason people want to listen to. <laughs> um yeah. this has been such a great I'm so glad we're back. Yeah, I am too. And uh, we we hope- are very excited for 2020. We're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have some big plans. And yeah, we're gonna do all sorts of fun stuff. We got good stuff coming down the pike for yeah. you. So, all right. Um, anything else, Mitch? Do you have something to plug? Do I have something to plug? You know what? Uh, the only thing I have to plug is this pretty great movie. Uh, it's from the Muppets Canon. <laughs> It's called A Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> the best Muppet Check movie. Check it out. <laughs> okay, I can't. Um, follow us at Bits Over B-Way across all platforms. Rate and review, like and subscribe. You can find us on pretty much every podcast application. They're in the, they're in the notes. I'm not going to tell them to you. I tell them every week. Yeah. You can figure it out. Uh, we love you. Thank you for listening. Bye. Orphans <laughs> everywhere. I mean, it's really the Annie of it all. Can't swing a cat without hitting one of them, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs>